Hey everyone, welcome to the Refuel Team Fairchild podcast. Our goal with this podcast is for Team Fairchild to get to know each other, our support programs, and to increase our sense of community and development. Every episode, we will be sitting down with people from around the base and learning about them and their keys to success. Hey, welcome back. So on another episode of Refuel Team Fairchild, this is going to be a top-up stop. We're sitting back down with Mrs. Don Altmeyer, and she is our resiliency partner in all of this. And we're giving you one tip for the week, two weeks. I'm not sure how we're going to release these yet, but basically something to think about over the next little period of time for you to work on. So with that, Mrs. Altmeyer, what do you got for us today? So today we're going to talk about practicing kindness. I love it. I love it. The world could use a little bit more kindness right yes, now. I okay. Agree. So kindness is funny because people think that if I practice kindness, they know what that means. But kindness is subjective. What I might find kind could look very different from what you find as a kind, an act of kindness. And so uh, this time it's it's talking about kindness in a way of knowing the other person. So it's easy to practice kindness if you're in a drive-thru and you just pay for the car behind you and that kind of pass it on thing yeah. where that can brighten someone's day. But when we talk about connectedness with people and we want to practice kindness, you have to know the people that you're interacting with to know how do they define kindness. For example, uh, I've done true colors. So those of you who've done true colors will understand I am a bright, bright gold, meaning mm. I like my checklist. I like being organized. So if you were to mm. give me a day planner, I would find that as an act of kindness. Yeah. If I had someone whose personality is opposite of mine and you oranges who score high out there know who you are. If I were to give you a day planner, because that's a gift I would enjoy, they might take it as a not so subtle hint that I'm saying you need to get a little bit more organized. Mm. And so what I am looking at as something that is kind, a thoughtful gift, because it would be a thoughtful gift for me, is actually an insult to someone because I wasn't practicing their definition of kindness. I was practicing mine. So the best intentions, yeah. they have the worst results. <laughs> which could happen i mean some maybe sometimes that's how regifting happens a little bit right <laughs> right <laughs> on a very simple scale but right or you give your your loved one a christmas present and it doesn't go over as grandiose as you thought it was going to you didn't get the response that because you thought you were practicing kindness but they did not receive what you were putting down <laughs> okay so there's some layers to this one that I think we can peel back and could be helpful for some people. So I love that you brought in the the drive-through kindness because, I mean, yes, that is important. But then you brought in connection. Yes. So actually knowing and taking the time to learn about other people and not just learn about them, but learn about what makes them tick and what they find as a nice gesture or not. So on a on a level here, how do, how do we do that? I mean, there, there's a lot to that. That's a loaded question, but. So I think there's a couple things. Some self-restraint is huge for practicing kindness. And this goes into, if you like to do a lot of social media, uh, I'm one of those people that I have, I have a social media account, but I do a lot of stalking. I don't lot, do a lot of posting. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean that in the nicest way. I just like to see what's going on in the world. See what's yeah. going on with my friends. I'll do happy birthdays when Facebook's nice enough to remind me it's someone's birthday. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I will do those kinds of things, but I don't post a lot of stuff because I really don't feel like I have that much to offer out there. But what I see is people that I know very, very well 
that would never say some of the things in a room to people that they are perfectly comfortable saying on social media. And I, I just look and I'm like, well, that was kind of mean spirited. And so as I read it, part of it is that having that self-control saying, is this useful? Is this mm. necessary? Just because something pops into your head does not mean it needs to come out your lips or out your fingertips because that's the new thing. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Is, is this going to be kind? Is the other person going to receive this as kindness? And if, if it's not helpful, if it's not necessary, just scroll by. And I think a lot of times, especially if you remember that victim and villainization where we talked yeah, about polarizing yeah. topics, someone feels that someone put something out on Facebook that just, you know, went against their value and belief system and just for the the good of humanity. I, I feel justified in saying this. And I've been where I'm like, oh, no, you didn't. And I'll start typing. And then as I, I stop and I read it and I'm like, is this going to change this person's mind or heart? Or is it just going to make me look like the villain? Because, you know, I've got to, like, mm -hmm. this is their page. It's not necessary. It's not helpful. I might think it might be a little helpful. And were my words kind? If I were on the receiving end, would I feel like this person was trying to make me a better person or give me information? Or am I just arguing a value? And I'm not going to change their mind if my value is yeah. just different than theirs. And so I think that's one thing that we can all do is have some restraint. Before you hit a send button or a post button, walk away for a little bit. Remember we talked about that focus and diffusion? Yeah. Take a diffusion break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And walk away <laughs> and then ask, ask myself, is this helpful? Is this necessary? Is this kind? Is it going to be received? as kindness. And if not, maybe delete, maybe tone it down, <laughs> take some emotions out of it. Because yeah. sometimes we need, we can give feedback, we can correct bad behavior, but you can do it with grace and kindness so that the person knows that it's being done to make them better, to help them succeed, not to tear them down. And what I see a lot that destroys connectedness is that we feel so justified in getting what's right out there that we forget to do it in a way that is palatable to the other person. And then we end up getting the exact opposite effect of what we're looking for. That is so true. So, um, real quick, that reminds me of the story I was talking with uh, somebody earlier this week. And they were telling me like, okay, so I got this feedback um, in the room. We were kind of collaborating and uh, there was this feedback and they were like, you know that, I know that the feedback, the intent of the feedback was good, but the delivery really cut, you know, really affected that person. And they were like, oh man, this, that really, I felt my blood pressure rising, even though I knew that they were, they didn't mean it in a negative way. It's just that the way that they came across really, really got to them a little bit. Yeah. And yeah, so that's something to work on and something to think about of, yeah, how are they, how's that delivery? And can I, how are your words going to impact them? And I think, I know I'm guilty of it, of not really, you know, if we go back to other lessons, listening and, you know, paying attention to those uh, non-verbals and stuff. Yeah, it can really have more of an impact than we know. When it comes to kindness, uh, I'm, I'm old, so I watched Mary Poppins as a kid. So for those <laughs> of you who have not seen Mary Poppins, it's a great Disney movie, I suggest. But uh, A Spoonful of Sugar helps the medicine go down. That is kind of my mantra when it comes to anytime I have to give corrective feedback to my kids, even my husband, like, you know, I'm still training him. It's been 20 years. <laughs> I know he's going to listen to this. So I threw that one in there. Uh, but even then, if he's doing something that, um, like he's done some things that annoy me 
And I'm like, okay, he put away the dishes. He, so like he misplaced one dish, right? Yeah. He, and when I go to cook, I can't find the kitchen tool I need because it isn't like, he just put my meat tenderizer in the wrong door the other day. And I found it because I was getting something else out. I'm like, Ugh. and then <laughs> what I want to do is be like, dude, how many times do I have to tell you? It goes down here. Uh, but what I tell myself is, is it helpful? Is it necessary? No and no. I found the meat tenderizer. Everything's good. He put away dishes. So like focus on the good thing here. And that's yeah. part of practicing kindness is yes, it popped into my head that it was not where it's at, but I am also a bright right. gold. So I have places for things. That's just me. <laughs> the fact of it, what's the most important thing is he put away dishes. And so like, thank you. That was just one less thing on my list of things that I would normally do. And so he was being kind. His act of kindness was, hey, you don't have to put away dishes when you get home from work. I did it for you. Focus on that. Because yeah. I could miss his act of kindness where he's doing something kind and I go barking at him because I didn't interpret it as kindness. He's not going to put dishes away from me ever again. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like, so I reel it in. Remember that that kind of self-control. Is, is it helpful? Is it necessary? Is it kind? It's like, well, it might be helpful to get him, but he doesn't cook. So it's not easy for him to remember where everything goes. Makes sense. So I yeah. it, just telling myself, because that goes back to even when we talked about victimizing and villainizing, is I'm a victim of my husband's inability to remember where the freaking dishes go. <laughs> and I villainized that he does not care about me because he can't remember. And that is such faulty thinking. My husband cares enough about my time to put dishes away. So what if one's in the wrong spot? You know. Let it go. Like, okay. Practice my yeah. other inner Disney movie. Let it go. <laughs> okay. So, so our action pieces for, for kindness from what I'm hearing is when we, I love that you kind of took a twist on it and realized the, the negative connotation that social media kind of has and how we can inweave, interweave. Yeah. I'm working on my English here a little bit. <laughs> how we can infuse maybe kindness into those moments by taking that step back and like, okay, is this healthy, constructive, positive? What's the result going to be? And then kind of, as we were alluding to maybe twist it to a positive or maybe change those words up. So that way you're helping correct that person in a more positive way. So it doesn't cut right to their heart. So that's one thing. What, what else do you got? That's an action piece. Do things that do you know week. you can do, um, hold doors open for people. Like I see a lot of people, they see someone coming up behind them. They just walk into the building, keep on walking. It's like, hold the door open for someone. And sometimes like you have jerks out in the world. I'm not going to pretend we don't where you have someone's like, I can hold my own door. All right, fine. You know, but don't give up just because that one person's having an off day or is on some self-righteous path. Just don't keep trying. If you see like, especially now with Bong Street closed and a lot of people trying to drive upstream from traffic, whichever, <laughs> whether it's time to come to work or go home, let somebody in. You know, a lot of people just get going. Does it hurt to just stop for a second and let someone, you know, go in to keep the flow of traffic moving? Because you've seen they've sat there while eight cars have driven by. It's like, you know what? I can be the person today to let that person in because they may need, they want to get home to their family too. And they don't yeah. have the right of way, but they're going to appreciate that you let them in and maybe they let someone else in. 
you know, and so it kind of gets back to that, that kind of pay it forward. Yeah. You know, if, if it's baby steps for you, maybe pay for a coffee for the person in the car behind you at the drive through you know, just, um, think before you do something and ask myself, is it necessary? Instead of bantering with people on Facebook, go look for things on Facebook or whatever social media platform. I I'm biased cause I only have the one, um, but go find things that you can celebrate with people. Where yeah. instead of finding points where you need to argue with people or pick an opposing side, go find things where you can tell someone that's awesome or I'm proud of you or I'm happy for you. Especially like Staff Sergeant Stripes just released yeah. you know, names. Go find some people that are in your thing that might have good news and just go tell them how awesome that is and how proud. Where you just take those moments to be kind instead of argumentative and polarizing. I love it. I love it. Okay. We heard her. So that's our that's our charge this week. Let's go out there and let's um, take a step back. And when we realize that we're not being as kind as maybe we could be, pump those brakes. Try being a little bit more kind and uh, let us know how that goes. Drop us a line. Maybe if you see us around base, let us know how you liked it. And if you have any different ideas, um, hit us up and we will make sure to cover those in future episodes. Y'all take care. Enjoy yourself. Later. Well, that's it for this episode of Refuel Team Fairchild. If you have show ideas, people you'd like to hear from, or if you'd like to be on the podcast, contact us at fafbcaa at gmail.com.